Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. This podcast is for you, and I welcome you to come as you are. There is no judgment here, just folks doing everything they can to stand in their power and show up every single day. So if you're looking for inspiration, welcome. If you're looking to level up or to make a change or you just need a minute, welcome. And if you're looking for some perspective on your circumstances, either personal or professional, well, that's my jam. No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are. And this message is for you. Welcome to my village. This week on the Rutledge Perspective podcast, we're talking about thinking. Thinking and the art of thinking. Thinking as it relates to you individually, as well as how it relates to your leadership and your leadership style. I have a really dear friend in California, and one, he's just incredible. I've talked about him before and his ability to have a list that is so short and be so clear about what he is and is not going to do is just incredible. His life is very simple. One of the things that he does is he will say, you know what? I need to take some time to think about that. And when he says that, you know, most people say, I need to take some time to think about it. And they're thinking about it a few hours or a couple of days, maybe he could be thinking about something for years, years. He's not stressed about it. He's not worried about it. When he said, you know what? I need time to think. That's exactly what he meant. And that time will be whatever that time is. He doesn't stress about it. He doesn't worry about it. He knows when he'll know that, okay, I've thought about that. Now it's time to move. It is such a, an, an incredible way to be and to put the power behind the process of thinking about something and thinking deeply about something, that it is okay to take your time to think. Then I had the opportunity, so that was in my mind, and then I had the opportunity to, um, in, a, in a sad situation, but got a chance to really connect with a woman that I've known forever, and she is so elegant and so put together and so just, she's just incredible. She's in her 90s now, and, and I hadn't talked to her for a long time. And she was literally holding court uh, at this person's house where we were. And I, when I think back about it, kind of, you know, out of your, your space, it was like, man, it really was like this, this prophet, right, that was talking to all of us, this person who was just distilling all of this wisdom and, and giving us all these nuggets and all of us were like like little baby birds there with our, our mouths open just waiting to be fed all of this wisdom. And, and she's funny as all get out, even though she doesn't mean to be. Because when she tries to be funny, it's just horrible. She cannot tell a joke to save her life. But she is truly just really funny. And so we were having a conversation about a number of things and she was, again, you know, passing on tons of wisdom to us. And so I've got lots of notes. But one of the things she said was as she talked about growing up and how the standards her mom held for her and her siblings and, and, and all of these kind of things. And she said, you know, one of the things my mom said, because again, I'm not funny, right? We were talking about this, this humor thing. She said, I'm not funny. And my mother said to me, I didn't birth you to make people laugh. I birthed you to make people think. And we all got goosebumps. I mean, li- just thinking about it now, it just gives me goosebumps again. I did not birth you to make people laugh. I birthed you to make people think. And it's so powerful in that moment to say, we, we of course need humor. Uh, sometimes just to get through the day, you gotta, you gotta laugh to keep from crying as they say, right? But often 
you will find people, especially in your professional life, you will find people who will use laughter or humor or jokes or those kind of things to cover for a failure to, an inability to, or a complete refusal to think. You know, they always said, think before you speak, right? What were you thinking? We use think a lot, but do we really think about what we mean when we say, think about that? One of my favorite questions is why? Why did you do that? And, and as I was listening to this woman, um, and I'm only not using her name because I didn't get her permission first, but you have, you have to hear this about the story. When I listened to this woman, I reflected back on, on my upbringing and, and this whole idea of thinking. And when we'd get in trouble, you had the talk first. Before you got a spanking or any kind of punishment, you had the talk. And most of y'all, especially black folks, know what I'm talking about. You had the talk. They sat down and they talked to you first. So much so that you're like, would you just give me my punishment and stop talking to me, <laughs> right? Just stop talking. But they would talk to you. What did you do? Why did you do that? What did you think would happen? What was your reasoning for doing that thing, right? I mean, it was painful to have the talk. But what I've realized when I can look back now at this level of maturity that I have is that process of forcing us to think through the actions that we took instilled in us critical thinking. What did you think would happen? Why did you think that would happen? That didn't happen. So why do you think that didn't happen? I mean, really thinking through things from the standpoint of the tie of action and consequences. Actions have consequences. We all have choices, but we are not free from the consequences of our choices. But what I'm seeing today is a big failure to think, this intellectual laziness where we just wanna be fed, that someone grabs onto the narrative, they decide what the narrative is gonna be and they run with it. And because we have a tendency not to examine, not to pause and say, wait, does that even make any sense? It's easier to just listen to what someone says and just run with it because that takes less energy to just run with what someone else has told us as opposed to pausing and saying, wait, does that even register with me? Does that make sense to me? Thinking, we think, Therefore, we are, right? We are beings who think. We have the opportunity to discern and to judge and to, to critically examine the information that's around us. Yes, as, as humans and as beings, we have instinct, right? That fight, flight, or freeze, that polyvagal theory. We have instincts that tell us when something's not safe or we're going into survival mode. But we always have the ability to think about what we're doing, to think before we act, to think before we speak. And especially as leaders, there's a tendency sometimes, the more experienced you are, to not really think things through because your experience is carrying you through. And don't get me wrong, that experience gives you a gut and gives you an instinct that's really, really important. There is value in experience, right? People are not paying you because you're just a wonderful person. People are paying you because of the value of your experience and the value that you bring to them. And there's really important, critical information in that experience. And yet, to fail to think and simply lie on experience is also a level of leadership immaturity. You have to think. There's innovation in thinking. The quote I put up yesterday, uh, on Monday about, you know, people think that they're thinking and the thinking really is the, the embedding of continued prejudices, right? If we don't take the time to think and to think about our thoughts and to think about whether our thoughts really make sense, we continue to perpetuate 
thoughts that may actually need to change because we've got after acquired information. But it takes courage to rethink. It takes courage to examine your current perspectives and allow there to be additional information that might change it, might change your mind, might change your position, might force you to say, you know what, you're right, I'm wrong. But great leaders, great leaders understand that one of the most powerful things you can be as a leader is willing to accept that you might be wrong. Willing to take a little extra time to think about something before you act. Willingness to go after the fact and think about, oh, okay, let me understand what happened so that I can do something different next time. I can think through it better next time. You know, as I work with my, my therapist through things, one of the things we've, we've really realized is, you know, I have a deep seated need to understand deep. It is deep. I need to understand. Even if I don't agree, I really need to understand. I need to understand why you think that way. I need to understand why you did what you did. I need to understand. It is like a, a fire in my belly need to understand. That's why perspective is so important to me, right? I need to understand because once I understand your perspective, then I can determine what needs to happen, right? I try not to move knee jerk with things. And that deep need to understand can sometimes be a pain in the butt. And it also gives me an ability to think circular, to look and listen to things and have a process whereby I can evaluate them before I utilize them or change them or just ignore them. But what's happening today, both in leadership and organizations, and as we see from a societal perspective, is we are not taking the time to really be discerning. Whoever gets out first with the message, that's who we run with. Whoever gets out first and takes it and twists it and turns it, that's what we run with. Facts have become ancillary. The truth has become ancillary. It is absolutely maddening for me. Again, that fire in my gut to say, we're just going to speak the truth. Even if we don't like it, we are going to speak the truth. We are going to think about things and then make a decision. And even if we don't agree or don't like it and decide to do something different, then we're going to own that. Because we thought through it, we thought through it and we made a decision. And so therefore we had to have to live with the consequences of our decision. To me, it is so clear to just think through things, to take that time, like my friend Kevin, and just think no stress, no pressure. Just think about that. You know, we don't, we don't re-examine those things that we say all the time. Did you think that through? Ugh, I should have thought that through. I'm not sure what you were thinking. What were you thinking when you, all that stuff. We talk about thinking all the time, but we don't do thinking all the time. We fail to think first. And when I say think, I really mean thinking critically about the situation that we're in so that we can make a decision and we can own that decision and we can therefore learn by the outcomes of that decision by the consequences of the actions that we took. It's all about learning and growing and developing and enabling other people to do the same. Leadership is about helping others develop and lead and surpass you. True leaders want to see the folks that they're leading surpass them. You know, parents always say, I want my kids to do better than I did. And there's some unintended consequences to that, right? Like we're seeing in very few people who are moving into the trades, although we're seeing the resurgence of that now, which is just a beautiful thing. 
how we've defined better than I did generationally has had some consequences that nobody could have predicted, right? But knowing that gives us an opportunity to think before we speak, gives an opportunity to think about who we are and where we are, because they say, I think, therefore I am, right? What we think we become, what we believe we become. And if we think that nothing can touch us, if we think that no one can possibly know more about a thing than I do, we put ourselves in a position to reap the rewards of that thinking. Sometimes those rewards are great and sometimes those rewards have really dire consequences. But to not think, to not think about what we're doing and why we're doing it also has dire consequences. When you are leading people, are you requiring them to think? Are you just directing or are you teaching and developing? Are you an autocratic leader that just demands things? Or are you the type of leader that understands there are different perspectives, even for those who work for you? And because of that, as a team, you get to be better. Those perspectives lead to really incredible decisions. They lead to innovation. Are you requiring folks to really think? When you do a postmortem, do you ask more questions than you talk about answers? Do you ask people to really examine what was the reasoning behind the action they took? What were they thinking? That idea of thinking has lost some of its power and has lost some of the grandeur that can be in just the art of thinking through something. And that thinking requires questioning and examining and curiosity, right? That, that behavioral mantra that I have for this year, remaining curious in all things so that I can really think deeply about it. And I want you to do the same. Think deeply about what it is you want. Because when you think deeply, you're also asking why. Why did I do that? Why do I want that? Why do I believe that? Why is that narrative not feeling right? What is it about this situation that uh, feels spot on or feels way disconnected? Let me think about that a minute. If it's too overwhelming, be scarlet. I'll just think about that tomorrow. And this just do. Because the power in that thinking is beyond anything that we could get to by just doing. Now, don't get me wrong. Imperfect action is better than perfect inaction. You got to eventually do something, right? But hopefully you've given yourself the gift of being able to think through what it is you want. That you've been able to be discerning. That you're not just letting someone else's narrative direct you without having your own thoughts and your own perspective and your own opinion around that. And therefore being willing to own the outcomes of what you decide to do. Leaders think about what you do. Think about what you're saying. Think about how you're acting and in that thinking, how it impacts those who are watching you because someone's always watching and not just the people who are formally reporting to you, not just the people for whom you have formal responsibility, but someone's always watching. How you show up, do your words and actions align? How you think, for those of you who process out loud, people are listening to that. 
and know that you're out loud processing. Sometimes if you got people in your room who are action oriented, but you're just processing out loud, you need to know you process out loud and tell people, Hey, I'm just processing out loud. Let's just think through this before we move. Cause your doers are going to take what you said and make a plan of action and go do. And you were still thinking, right? So you've got to know yourself and know the power of thinking and the power of processing and how that can move you towards whatever the thing is you want and can help you be an incredible servant leader because you're helping other people think strategically. You're helping other people think critically. You are learning through their thinking and they are learning through yours. So as you go into this week, take some time to think. Whether that's thinking about your personal stuff, thinking about your business stuff, thinking about all of that stuff, thinking about just why you wore that shirt today, right? Take some time to think. There's no stress. There's no worry. There's just power. There's grounding. There's clarity in the thinking. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Rutledge Perspective. As always, I truly appreciate your doing so. I look forward to seeing you and hearing from you and engaging with you in the weeks and years to come, Lord willing. And I look forward to seeing you on Fireside for the live show. Please join me Thursday evening, 7 p.m. Central Time on the Fireside app. You can request access at firesidechat.com slash Laurel Rutledge. And you'll get notifications. Follow me. You'll get notifications of the show every Thursday at 7. And let's talk about it. That's where we can actually engage in conversation. Take care and have a fantastic week. See you soon. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or the Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.